From the studio of Teeing It Up in the swamps of Jersey, this is Teeing It Up presents Danny Flecka in his mostly weekly spot. Been out a couple weeks. You know, I had a wedding. Um, or actually, it was one week I think he missed. Um, but I had a wedding. Congrats to the Markowitzes of the former Markowitz Brothers Masters preview show and a bunch. Brett getting finally married to his lovely wife Carrie, so congrats to all on that front, um, which is why I was out last week. And Danny, one of the things that you have brought to my attention that I was not aware of because I have not seen any of their games yet, um, is that Mac Jones has not been a good-looking quarterback. And while a lot of Boston sports is focused on other things right now, if you look at the NFL this weekend, well, well, first of all, hi, how are you, Danny? I'm good. <laughs> um, secondly, though, you've been, um, you've brought this to my attention that this is something to watch going forward. Yeah, the Panthers are an interesting team. You know, they, they had a complete dud in Miami, which has been a house of horrors for them. They don't play well down there. They were overmatched in that game. Mac, Mac Jones took some hits, and, you know, he was not, uh, you know, did not look good. Last week in Pittsburgh, you know, the, the game sort of followed the same type of script. You know, very low scoring, defensive-oriented. Um, the one difference is that, you know, they were able to have a clock-killing drive at the end and come away with that victory. They didn't hit one explosive play in the passing game, and that gave them the the lead, and, you know, after watching Pittsburgh last night, I think it's pretty clear that their offense is not going to really be in a position to outscore a bunch of the teams this season. The one thing that the Patriots, I don't think, have on their side, you know, moving forward is that explosive offense, and in today's NFL, you need to have that, and I do feel like they're going to be limiting Mac Jones a little bit with his growth and development in that stance. They have to hope for healthy offensive lines so they can execute their game plan, you know, week in, week out with their running game. Um, their pass catchers lack explosiveness. You know, they have a decent crop of them. They just don't present the skill set that allows them to stretch the field vertically as much as maybe, you know, a team would like to. Um, and at the end of the day, you still have this weird three-headed, monster calling the plays, whether it's Belichick, whether it's Judge, whether it's Patricia, you know, it's just a weird situation that they're in, and I think, you know, from week to week, this team's going to look very different, as they usually do, um, but that was because they had Tom Brady, and they were able to really manipulate their game plans to the teams they're facing. I think we're just going to see a lot of inconsistency from this team this year. Yeah, and it's interesting, too, you have so many defensive Side coaches now on the offensive side. What's in Bill's head? I'm not sure any of us will know. Let's stay in this division and you look at the Dolphins. This is a two-pronged question. The first is the game against the Bills. Uh, Buffalo opens up on the road as a five-point favorite with an over-under at 53, which is interesting for those who uh, saw Tua's fourth quarter comeback, and then you look at, are these Dolphins for real? Are Is, it, is Tua and, and are these Dolphins for real? Because that's a question a lot of people are asking right now after just a 
comeback that set a whole bunch of records uh, that was hard to believe last week. Yeah, this game was weird for me for a number of different reasons, and it's going to be tough for me to, I think, gather any sort of intel on any of these teams. I know Buffalo's good. I don't think that's a doubt. <laughs> but they are going to be down several defensive starters on Sunday. One of their top uh, interior linemen, Jordan Phillips, is out for the game. They lost Dane Jackson to a nasty hit the other night, so he's out. Um, Micah Hyde is also out for this game, and I think Jordan Poyer is borderline. They're also down to Davies White, who's been out. You're talking about four or five defensive starters out for this game on Sunday. It couldn't be at a worse time for the so it could be a tough matchup for them defensively. And the way they like to play, you know, we've seen the way they've attacked these explosive offenses. They like to sit back, play play high coverage, force you to play underneath and not get beat over the top. Then on the Miami side, it's this team looks good for one quarter this year. Yes, they beat the Patriots, but they were getting their butts kicked for three quarters and something's flipped. Um, whether that was, you know, Baltimore throwing the game away. You know, I know that they were out a couple of corners, so, you know, things may have changed on that side of things. Or they opened up the playbook and just said, just go out there and start slinging it. They really only look good for one quarter. So it's going to be a very interesting game. I, I think the Dolphins are going to be in the playoff hunt. I don't trust Tua yet. But when you have a guy like Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell on the field at the same time, uh, you know, it's really hard to defend. So it's going to be interesting to see how this progresses. And I think another thing, it's way down the road, but who knows, you know, how does this team fare in tougher situations, like, you know, environmentally, if it gets cold, windy, rainy, what does this team look like, especially with Tua not being necessarily a cold-weather quarterback? So there's a lot of variables I still think that, you know, the Dolphins have to play through to see what kind of team they are. And I don't know if this week is the week that we're going to find out exactly who they are, given Buffalo's deficiency on the defensive end potentially this weekend. But I do know Buffalo's going to score, and Miami's going to have to keep up with them. So we could see a shootout, too, at the end of the day here, uh, given the way this game might unfold. But, but I think Miami catches a little bit of a break offensively. Uh, but defensively, we'll see what they're made of because they got absolutely run over last week against Baltimore, and Buffalo presents a whole set of different, a whole new set of problems for them. So we'll see what they can do. Friday night to Danny here on September 23rd. Danny Flecker with us here on Teeing It Up. Are, are you a believer that my Jets can at least, because you didn't respond to these messages when I sent them, uh, could possibly hang with the Bengals who are 0-2. They beat this team last year. They are coming off all this momentum off a heroic win that was handed to them, basically, after Nick Chubb failed to go down. Um, they have explosiveness in certain places. Um, yes, it's Joe Flacco, and outside the pocket, he's miserable. I... I Still have faith. I believe that was Danny losing service. There are some parts of this great state of New Jersey, believe it or not, folks, that still 
do not have high quality cell service. Um, why in 2022 that is the case? I don't know. That's a really good question. But I don't have an answer for you. Um, 5G is a lot of what it's made to be out to be. Um, 5G is a lovely thing. 4G LTE is lovely, but there are some cell dead spots, and I think that's what Danny hits. Hit. Danny, are you back with us? Yeah, I'm back. So, I, I thought you were hanging up on me because you thought the Jets had no chance. Um, <laughs> no, no, but I, I heard the question, and, and it's, this is one of the more interesting games this weekend for a couple of different reasons. Your Jets should be 0-2. Yes. Uh, a lot of things went right for them, and that's just the way football works, right? You know, you can't yeah. blame the Jets. You don't apologize for winning the game. And Cincinnati could be 2-0. You know, they, they, came, they played like crap against Dallas. They had a shot at the end. They made a stop and they go to overtime. Who knows? They missed a field goal against Pittsburgh to win the game. And, you know, they're, they're really in a, in a situation right now where we have to look at them and say, is this team for real? Was last year just one of those things where it just happens? And, you know, is this team actually good? And I think I'm in the middle on the Bengals, at least, because I don't think their defense is that great. They have a lot to still figure out. The Jets, on the other hand, Flacco scares the hell out of me as a better. Like, if I'm betting, I don't know if I want to take Flacco. Um, he's still Joe Flacco at the end of the day. But I'm encouraged by the weapons that they have, you know, with Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson, who's going to be, I think, a great player. Uh, Elijah Moore, who hasn't really been utilized that much yet. No, he hasn't. waiting. Hit his ceiling. Uh, you know, Brees Hall, Michael Carter. You know, they have weapons. And Cincinnati, you know, they faced the Pittsburgh Steelers, who, you know, got a defensive touchdown and didn't really do much, you know, offensively in that game. The Cowboys only put up 20 points and beat them. Um, and I think that's the, that's the thing if you're a Bengals fan that you have to be concerned about is that, You've only lost by giving up 20 points and 23 points, you know, and, and a defensive touchdown in there. And your team has failed to eclipse 20 points or more in the first two weeks when you've got Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. It's it's an interesting game. I, I don't. I, I think the Bengals are going to win. It's a tricky spot, though. You know, what type of Jets team are we going to see? They are coming off a, a miraculous win. Are they going to be able to, you know, channel some of that execution that they had late in the game um, on uh, on Sunday this week? I don't know, but the Jets do have the players to make it a difficult game for the Bengals. So it's just going to be interesting to see how the Bengals respond after really, you know, two down weeks and you know, zero and three, them in the face. You know, it can go their season can go one of two ways this weekend, and, and it all depends on how they play. Your your Giants two and zero. This mean anything? No, no, they're not good. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm not apologizing for them winning. Um, they got lucky in Tennessee. They they were the better team 
on Sunday against the Panthers. That game should have been over by halftime. They failed to execute when they got two early turnovers inside the Carolina 20. They only kicked two field goals, so they kept them in the game. I am still worried about this offense. I know, I know, I know it takes time for them to get situated and to get things going. But when I watch Daniel Jones, I think he's a ruined quarterback. He's afraid to take shots. He's very skittish in the pocket. He very rarely gets off his first read. Uh, you know, he's had some more hesitancy. It looks like this year to get out of the pocket and, and uh, expand plays and to, to run. Unless it's a designed run, he's not really looking to do that. You know, who knows? Maybe his injury from last year is playing a little bit of a part in that. Their offensive line was getting a little bit bullied last week. You know, now they go up against a decent uh, Dallas defensive line and Micah Parsons. Um, it's it's not a good team, but the way it works for them right now is they've got Dallas and Chicago coming up in the next two weeks. If they're able to split those games and they're three and one, you know, it's definitely a different type of season for them than it has been the last couple of years. But do they have the sustainability? I don't think so, but. I am excited for them to get back, you know, their their defensive pieces like Thibodeau and uh, Alujarare because those are two guys we haven't seen yet, and their defense has held up their end of the bargain so far. So um, I'm just excited to see what those guys look like, and, and you know, we'll, we'll see what they do. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you the Giants are going to the playoffs because I don't want to look like an idiot in a couple of weeks. Especially if uh, – especially a Cowboy team – Without Dak, um, I feel like this is a podcast about if teams are for real, um, if things are for real, or if it's all a a, a uh, mirage. As as we talk to talk to Danny Fleck on teeing it up, um, Tennessee football. They face Florida. Game day will be their big game in the SEC on CBS. Um, is this Tennessee Volunteer team for real? For, uh, uh, for real, excuse me. We're going to find out. Um, I don't think Florida's very good. I don't think Tennessee's defense is very good. But this is a game that Tennessee has lost 16 of the last 17 times it's been played. So something's got to give. Um, if Tennessee wants to be taken seriously, for in the SEC, excuse me, in the SEC and yeah, I don't think anyone's challenging Georgia, but if they want to be the second best team in the SEC East, they got to win this game because they're definitely losing to Georgia and they're definitely losing to Alabama. So this is a game for them that could catapult them in, in a number of different ways. They need this for, for themselves. They need this for their recruiting. They need it to be taken seriously, you know, on a larger scale. Um, will it propel them to anything further? Probably not because, again, I don't think anybody's getting by Georgia anytime soon. That that team is just too good. Uh, and this that defense is going to just smother anybody they play. But Tennessee can really get a big monkey off its back if they're able to to win this game this Saturday uh, and, you know, put Florida in a situation where Florida is a team that's reeling a little bit and they're the ones that are, are, are taking that mantle as the second-best team in that division. Before we close this one out, anything, um, 
excuse me. Any, 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 anything else you want to know either from college or the NFL? No, I think, you know, from a college perspective, it's, it's a weird weekend. Not that many great games. Conference play is just starting to get going. We'll really get to the meat of the schedule probably next weekend. But I think it's an interesting weekend in the NFL. Um, a lot of teams are in a situation where they need to show up. You know, we have Tennessee, uh, Las Vegas, which team there is going to go 0-3. We mentioned the Jets. Uh, you know, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, uh, two teams that are supposed to be, you know, excuse me, favorites in the NFC, but they're both decimated with, with injuries. You know, what's that going to look like? So I, I think it's an intriguing weekend in the NFL. Danny Flecka, thank you. As always, for coming on Teeing It Up, and we'll talk to you next week or if you or I have a wedding the week after. Sounds good, man. Have a good night. You got it, and same to all of you out there. Take care.